Chapter Ten of Korean Fairy Tales by William Elliot Griffiths. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian. Old White Whiskers and Mr. Bunny. White Whiskers was the name of a huge tawny tiger that lived in the mountains of Kang Wen. He was the proudest tiger in the whole peninsula of Korea. He had the most fiery eyes, the longest tail, the sharpest claws, and the widest stripes of any animal in the mountains. He could pull down a cow, fight all the dogs in any village, eat up a man, and was not afraid of a hunter unless the man carried a gun. As for calves and pigs, he considered them mere titbits. He could claw off the roof or break the bars of stables where cattle were kept, devour one pig on the spot, and then slinging another on his back, could trot off to his lair miles away to give his cubs their dinner of fresh pork. White Whiskers was especially proud, because he was the retainer of the great genii of the mountains, that men feared and worshipped, and in whose honour they built shrines. One of these mountain spirits, when he wanted to, could call together all the tigers in his domain, and then, sitting astride the back of the biggest, he would ride off on the clouds, or to victory over Korea's enemies. Both tigers and leopards were his messengers to do his bidding. Only the big and swift and striped tigers were chosen to carry out the mountain spirit's orders. One particular matter of business confided to White Whiskers, the great striped tiger, was to visit daily the shrines in the hill passes to see if offerings were continually made. The people, who were in terror of both the mountain spirit and his servants, the tigers, daily offered sacrifice out of fear. They piled up stone, rags, bits of metal, or laid food on dishes for the mountain spirit who was very exacting and tyrannical. The poor folks thought that if they did not thus heap up their offerings, the spirit would be angry and send the tigers at night to prowl around the village scratch at their doors, and eat up donkeys, cows, calves, pigs, and even men, women, and children. Then the hunters would go out with matchlocks to slay the man-eaters. But by this time, in daylight, the tigers were far up into their lairs in the mountain. Indeed, it was so hard to get a shot at a tiger that the Chinese— who liked to make fun of their neighbours in white coats, declared that during one half of the year the Koreans hunt the tigers, and during the other half the tigers hunt the Koreans. That is, the men go out with their guns in summer, but in winter, when men keep within doors, the hungry wild beasts descend from the mountains for their prey. Now Old White Whiskers was both proud and crafty. For many years he had eaten up pigs, calves, dogs, donkeys, and chickens, and had twice feasted on men, besides avoiding all their traps and dodging every one of their bullets. So he began to think he could laugh at all his enemies. Yet, proud as he was, 
he was destined to be outwitted by a creature without strength or sting claws or hooves as we shall see mr rabbit who burrowed in a hill near the village had often heard the squealing of unfortunate pigs and the kicking of braying donkeys as they made dinner for old white whiskers thus far however by being very cautious he had kept out of the striped tyrant's way and more but one cold winter's day coming home tired weak and hungry from having no food since yesterday just as he was crossing a river on the ice he met old white whiskers face to face from behind a rock by the shore near mr bunny's burrow the big tiger leapt out and tried to freeze the rabbit with terror by staring at him with his great green eyes mr bunny knew only too well that tigers love to maul and play with their prey before eating it up and he thought his last hour had come nevertheless mr bunny was perfectly cool he did not shiver a bit he had long expected such a meeting and was ready for old white whiskers intending to throw him off his guard fully expecting in a minute or two to tear off the little animal's fur and grind his bones for a dinner the tiger said to the rabbit i'm hungry i shall eat you up at once oh why should you bother with me said mr bunny i'm so little and skinny as hardly to make a mouthful for your majesty just listen to me and i'll get you a royal dinner i'll go up the mountains and drive the game to your very paws only you must do exactly what i tell you at this prospect of a full dinner the tiger actually grinned with delight the way he yawned showing his red cavernous mouth huge white teeth each as big as a spike and the manner of his rolling out his long curved tongue full of rough points like thorns nearly scared mr bunny out of his wits the rabbit had never looked down a tiger's mouth before but he did not let on that he was afraid it was only the tiger's way of showing how happy he was when his mouth watered and he licked his chops in anticipation of a mighty feast i'll do just as you say said old white whiskers to mr bunny seeing how grateful the rabbit was to have his own life spared it is my ambition to serve the lord of the mountains said mr bunny so lie down on the ice here shut your eyes and do not stir now mind you keep your peepers closed or the charm will fail i'll make a circle of dry grass and then go round and round you driving the game to you if you hear a noise and even some crackling don't open your eyes till i give you the word twill take some time old white whiskers tired of tramping in the forest and prowling round pigpens all day but getting nothing was both hungry and tired so he resolved while waiting to take a good nap as quickly as one can blow out a candle he was asleep thereupon mr bunny made himself busy in pulling up all the dried grass he could find and piling it around and close up to old white whiskers 
delighted to hear the big brute snoring he kept on till he had a thick ring of combustibles then he set it on fire waiting till it blazed up high then he scampered off to see the fun old white whiskers awakened by the crackling yawned and rubbed his eyes with his paws wondering what the noise could be hold on screamed mr bunny keep your promise and farther he ran away up the hill rascal growled the tiger as the red tongues of flame leapt up all around him he had to jump high to escape from the flames with his life even as it was one paw was scorched so that he limped and his fur was singed so badly that all his long hair and fine looks were gone when he got back home the other tigers laughed at him henceforth he had to take second place for the great mountain spirit no longer trusted such a stupid servant end of old white whiskers and mr bunny